0: At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, I take you on a journey from the trenches of World War I in France to modern-day UK and Tunisia and answer a simple question. What does a banknote tell us about a country? World War I. As the French were supporting the British war efforts, maimed soldiers were returning to Paris. Their limbs were hacked off and bodies destroyed by probing because no X-ray equipment or technicians were available at field hospitals. However, there was one woman who was so motivated that she took unused X-ray equipment from labs and placed them in Parisian military hospitals. Then, in a moment of inspiration, she devised the idea of mobile X-ray units, which could be used in battlefront hospitals to diagnose the wounded before treatment. The cars had to be lightweight and small enough to navigate the narrow roads. Each mobile unit contained a small generator that could be hooked up to a car battery when electricity was unavailable. An X-ray tube was installed on a movable stand so that it could easily be wheeled to the crucial area. While extremely useful and practical, they were off to a slow start. The bureaucrats forbade women drivers and technicians to go to the front lines. But this woman simply prevailed over everyone. Dressed in an alpaca coat, with a red cross armband on the sleeve. She drove to field hospitals at 20 miles an hour. She quickly unloaded the equipment, hooked up a cable to the lightweight generator, covered the windows, unfolded the table, and activated the machine. These mobile radiography units treated an estimated 1 million soldiers. They came to be known as Little Curies because they were named after the woman, Marie Curie. Now imagine this. By then, Marie Curie had already won the Nobel Prize twice in 1903 for physics and in 1911 for chemistry and even then she had to face resistance from the bureaucracy and one would think that she would be commemorated for her rich contributions in every way however only in 2011 did poland feature her on its banknotes by imprinting her on the 20s watt note france did it a little earlier in 1995 featuring her on the franc but only alongside her husband pierre curie how often do we think about banknotes? As we soak in the places we travel to, banknotes are at best a cultural oddity. I remembered marveling at the fact that so many countries in Asia use the word rupiah or some form of it to name their currency. Or how ridiculously devalued currency can get when Zimbabwe printed its 100 trillion dollar note. But what if we considered banknotes as everyday objects of symbolism? As objects which can reveal far more about a country than a short visit can? Because if you think about it, paper money has no intrinsic value. The successful circulation of banknotes depends on confidence. Their design must impart dignity and establish authority, identify its value and deter forgery. To achieve these goals, banks often use landscape, architecture and abstract patterns. But human figures have a particular power to capture our interest for we are readily drawn to another of our own kind. It should come as no surprise that it took that long for Marie Curie to get featured on a banknote. An analysis by the digital portal Quads revealed that only 12% of banknotes that depict a person have a named woman, whereas 84% of banknotes that depict a person have a named man. This is not because there is a conspiracy against women to ensure they do not end up on banknotes. Across the world, we have done such a terrible job at recognizing women's contributions to the world that they probably don't even make the shortlist. Call it willful ignorance or inherent misogyny. The fact remains women have and continue to be underrepresented in the public sphere. But what if I told you there is another secret, which banknotes hold in 2018, the business newspaper mint conducted an analysis which uncovered a surprising insight. Consider the following countries, Australia, Denmark and Sweden. Australia is the only nation that has women on every one of their currently issued banknotes. 60% of Denmark's banknotes depict a woman, as do 50% of Sweden's. The analysis by Mint elaborates depiction of women on currencies was positively correlated to higher gender equality. Or simply put, a country which had women on their notes was likely to be more gender equal than others, and to every correlation, there will be an outlier. In 2013, an online petition was launched in the UK to include more women. In a move which showed sense and sensibility, the renowned novelist Jane Austen was chosen to feature on the £10 note. In a country which boasts of high gender equality, it took 35,000 people to sign a petition to give women a tiny victory. In 2020, for the first time in modern history of the Arab world, this honour went to Dr. Tavira Ben-Sheikh, the first ever female physician in North Africa. Ben-Sheikh is renowned for her work in women's health, in particular contraception and abortion access. For her efforts with the less privileged, she was dubbed the doctor of the poor. Tunisia, which fares poorly on gender equality, chose to feature her on the 10 dinar note without needing a petition. The next time you travel, look carefully at that note in your hand. A banknote is one of the most complex design undertakings by a country, but who it chooses to depict on them unravels the cultural and gender complexities the nation grapples with. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YB Travel Forty Two on Instagram.